0: Welcome back to the 99 where we are focused on brewing a better competitive commander. I'm your host Patrick Marlette and today we're taking it back to the color pie discussing one of my favorite mono colors, black. This color is one of the most difficult colors to play uh, outside of a dual and or triple colored list because it's usually that support color. It's what you go to for those gosh darn amazing tutors. However. We do have a lot of cards in black that you should be utilizing in more lists beyond mono black and i highly encourage you to pick up some of these that we'll be discussing today and on that note the best place to pick them up is over at tcgplayer guys if you want to help out the channel indirectly the best way to do so is via the link in the description if you use that link a portion of those proceeds will go to help the channel so when you pick up those packs singles more double masters coming out some of these cards being reprinted in double masters portion of those proceeds go to us so thank you for making that choice also guys if you want to help support us directly you can do so via anchor and or patreon and as the brew baby crew knows already i'll be thanking you at the very end of this video with a very special thank you (laughs) also do note it's not on the patreon yet however we do host pickup games with the brew baby crew so if you've ever wanted to play with me or one of the gang over on i guess discord slash cockatrice slash spell table slash whatever we agree on for that night, we'll be doing games hosted uh, by myself, uh, voice over on the Discord. So if you're not a member of the Discord and you're a member of the Brew Baby crew, what's going on? What's going on with you? But guys, let's jump into this one. I've got a handful of cards. I, I try to, to do a smattering of, of effects that I find useful in the current meta with these hidden gems. And of course, these lists evolve over time and we're probably gonna revisit colors and effects and card types and subtypes in the future because the meta is always changing. So a lot of these are meta-dependent. And again, I'm not going to encourage you to put them in every list, but they certainly belong in many lists. We have Grave Hate, Draw Effects, Removal, Tutor, Protection, and a little bit of Recursion. One of my favorite pieces of Recursion in recent date. And it surprised me how much I enjoyed this particular piece of Recursion because it's very good. And I have like 80 of them from buying a box of M25. So spoiler alert. was printed in m25 and the first card on our list is one of my favorite pieces of tech that i've been using recently you might have noticed in tiny bones i'm starting to incorporate it in other lists that include black outside of mono color because it's just that good there is a rise in the appearance of underworld breach in the current cdh game plan mind you this is coming from the perspective of a cdh player and underworld breach is a horribly broken card you might have heard of the LED wheel of fortune combo with it. That's cute There are much better things to do with underworld breach and people have been doing them to me and You get very tired of it very quickly because if you don't nip it on the bud immediately uh, They can just run away with the game by casting a brain freeze and having underworld breach in hand uh, You might have noticed that from a recent brew wars video the card I'm talking about is planner void so This card is one of my favorite pieces of tech against Underworld Breach because for one black, it's an enchantment, whenever a card is put into a graveyard from anywhere, exile that card. So specifically, whenever another card has been eroded to not exile itself, so you can get it back and do it again uh, if you so choose. However, what's important about Planner Void and what's the double-edge aspect of it is that you are going to be Destroying your own things, exiling your own things rather when they hit the graveyard from anywhere. So, this is going to stop a lot of strategies that don't operate at instant speed. So, if the thing goes to their graveyard and they can't recur it when they'd like, uh, it ruins their strategy. So, it's a funny thing to see in black. I mean, we have Leyline of the Void, but this is like the little brother of Leyline of the Void. And if you don't know what that card is, I'm going to paraphrase it, but it's a replacement effect if a card would go into an opponent's graveyard from anywhere, it's exiled instead. I'm gonna put it on the screen in case I I misread that, but that's what that does and it's four CMC and we're free if it happens to be in your opening hand and that's really not always the case and it sucks to have to cast it for four. So Planner Void in my opinion, the better card, particularly if your blacklist does not use the graveyard or does not care about the graveyard, which is rare. Totally understandable, totally agreeable, however, If your strategy relies on undying and or persist, well, then it's totally okay. (laughs) Guess why? Because when you put that creature in your graveyard, it will come back as a trigger. Now, if you in APNAP order, right? So the active player, non-active player. If you're the controller of Planner Void, when those triggers hit the stack, you layer them however, which way you choose. So the thing that's on top of the stack will go first. And when that creature comes back your giraffes messenger giraffes giraffes messenger you're trying to damage out the board with this zombie guy well when he comes back he's a new creature Planner void saw what was him and no longer sees him so it's completely moot so again a little bit of a double-edged sword in case what you're doing gets interrupted that thing is going to get exiled and that sucks for you but for a majority of the strategies that I'm seeing now, strategies that rely on their graveyard, this is going to destroy them. So incorporate planar void should it fit into your list. Again, undying persist is a combo that works over top of this. That's totally okay. However, that from anywhere aspect really hurts, especially when someone decides to wheel like a mad person, but at least you're not fueling anyone's threshold, anyone's graveyard for flashback, anything like that. The next card I want to talk about is one I've been singing the praises of for a very long time. In my opinion, it is a better Phyrexian Arena. Now Phyrexian Arena, it's on the screen now. I'll just read that off first. Why not? Why not? It's on my screen now. One generic double black enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, you draw a card and lose one life. Now why is this good? Uh, you're drawing a card. And you're only losing one life for that so think of the more popular form of this in cdh being dark confidant so you would reveal the top card of your library lose life equal to the cmc because most of the average cmcs are under two usually not losing that much life unless you play Peer into the abyss now and or you hit that ad nauseum then it kind of hurts but again we've got 40 life we'll be okay so the card that i prefer over phyrexian arena the card i will encourage you to use over phyrexian arena and I'll tell you why, a number of reasons, is Dark Tutelage. It's had one print, M11, for two generic and one black. Enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, reveal the top card of your library and put that card into your hand. You lose life equal to its converted mana cost. Sounds very familiar to Dark Confident. Now, why is this important? Well, if you're rocking a Mana Crypt, like, like the crew here is, then you know that you can cast this on your first turn. So it being turn oneable is very important. And the fact that it doesn't take a black resource from you, the fact that you don't have to tap another swamp for this leaves you available to cast some of your removal. Some of the cards we're going to be talking about, as a matter of fact, you want the double generic, the easier, the cost, the better, especially if you're trying to fit this into a list with multiple colors. One black is less demanding than double black in the cost. So Phyrexian arena, already trash. Also, I love this card for the simple fact that it gets past some of the common threats that I at least see. People love Narset Parter of Veils. I love Spirit of the Labyrinth. And I've seen it too many Consecrated Sphinxes in recent date uh, for my liking. So anytime I can avoid a draw to either get inhibited and or benefited by an opposing player because of those cards, um, I'd like to avoid that. So Dark Tutelage allows me to bypass many of those inhibitors and benefactors from the draw. It's good on so many various fronts. Again, depending on the CMC of your list, obviously this could be a detriment. Okay. Like if half your cards are five CMC or over, dark tutelage is probably not the effective draw you want to take. However, for a majority of the CDH list out there, this is the alternative you should be using. This is the card you should be using. Dark Confidant, this, pack them both. Not that many people run mass enchantment destruction, but they do run mass creature destruction. So Dark Confidant is that much more vulnerable. Also, of all the enchantments in the world that we're concerned about, which talked about on World Breach, Dark Tutelage falls very far down on that totem pole. It's not gonna be a top priority for players. And they're very cheap. They're, they're in the sense. They're under a dollar for a non-foil version, depending on where you pick it up at. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure TCG players got these pretty low. Who knows maybe after this video i'll have encouraged enough of you to pick up this card and by the way i'm looking at the list actively now of course incorporate this list in a pinned comment for you all as i do with all of the hidden gems videos so the next card i want to talk about is it's like the let's say the poor man's dark confidant and i hate saying that but it is a budget conscious dark confidant with upside with upside okay <clears throat> mind Blade render you've probably heard me talk about this one on the show before it's another card i really like for the draw and it's an actual draw effect for one generic one black creature azra warrior some excellent art from battle bond whenever your opponents are dealt combat damage if any of that damage was dealt by a warrior you draw a card and lose one life so Najila, Neheb, any warrior commander any warrior on the field Consequential subtype warrior You're gonna draw cards because whenever an opponent is dealt damage by a warrior doesn't need to be from a warrior You control you get to draw a card mind you. It's not a may It's gonna be rare that this is gonna be a detriment to you. You're usually gonna to want to draw the card. Trust me It's not gonna hurt the one life loss It's also a 1-3 body, right? So she herself draws you cards when you attack if you decide to attack if the board's not right for that, if there's a 2-2 Timna, go ahead and block that Timna indefinitely. Don't be the person that Timna's drawing cards off of. Thank goodness you have Mindblade render. It's a very fantastic card for the draw effect. It's again not always going to be suitable for every list, and because Black has so many reliable and great ways to put cards in her hand, it's usually one of those cards that's avoided. However, don't let it fall by the wayside. If you happen to need more draw for your list, this is one to keep in your back pocket because it's very good for it. And again, it's a very cheap card. This is another under a dollar card easily. It's one of those bulk rares that you're going to just want a copy of. I mean, there might be a strategy to come out soon that like really leverages it well. And you're going to wish you picked up a copy before that. So moving on to removal. I, okay, so people normally rely on things like go for the throat, dismember, snuff out when it comes to black, right? You're, you're usually thinking about those surefire ways to remove a thing. Although most of these black removal spells in regards to creatures have downsides, right? Except for that new exile one. Gosh, I had a fit about it on the show. I did a whole video about it. I made a segment about it. Deadly rollick. damn, on the screen now. I'll put that on the screen. That has no downsides. What the hell is that? That card's stupid. Okay, so that exists. So you have that down, you have Deadly Rollock in your list and you maybe have Dismember or one of those effects. Well, the thing is with Dismember, I don't wanna lose life anymore. I'm on that Adnaz plan, right? Sushi Hulk's gone. No one's playing that strategy anymore. So no one's gonna have a crazy win out of nowhere at instant speed. And most people have migrated onto Adnaz you included. The guy included who's looking at this potential piece of removal. Fatal Push! This is one printed at uncommon, actually being reprinted in Double Masters, right, coming out this month. This card is fantastic removal because at instant speed, destroy target creature if it has converted mana cost of two or less. That's not so good, right? You're going to remove a lot of your general threats, so your Dranith Magistrate. You can get rid of a Gilded Drake this way. You can get rid of a Dockside Extortionist that might someone might be leveraging. You can get rid of a Collector. Oof. There's a bunch of things at the two CMC mark, so that's not bad. However, to get the most out of it, for the Revolt cost, destroy target or that creature rather if it has a converted mana cost of four or less. Instead, if a permanent you controlled left the battlefield this turn. So. That seems like a really closeted scenario. You're like, well, I guess there was some sort of combat exchange. My thing died. No, 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 sir, or madam. We have fetch lands. We have so many fetch lands. Crack that fetch, crack that fetch, get that swamp. If a permanent you controlled left the battlefield this turn, boom, blast that commander. Cause most of the, that's the sweet spot, three to four. Most of those potent commanders rest in that three to four spot. And you can just whip this out and blast them out of the way for one cmc fatal push heavily underrated better than a dismember in my opinion trust me pack this before you go for dismember dismember is also far more expensive and it's only a couple dollars but fatal pushes are cheap like they're a dollar to two dollars it's certainly cheaper than snuff out as well but that's because there's been such a generous print run of this card and again, because of Double Masters, and I'm pretty sure there's a Box Topper exclusive of this card, uh, they're going to be abundant. Right, All those VIP packs are going to be opened. All of those Double Master packs, we're going to be opening some Double Masters packs. A lot of these are going to flood the market. They're going to be cheap. You should definitely pick up a Fatal Push. Now, I'm fairly certain that when we did the Throne of Eldraine review, we kind of glazed over this one. It was mediocre at first glance, but boy, in hindsight, after having tested and... Packed into every single list, this is one of the best tutors in recent date. And that tutor is Wishclaw Talisman. So it's an artifact, generic and a black. Wishclaw Talisman enters the battlefield with three wish counters on it. You can pay one generic and tap it. So it's like a grim tutor, but for double generic and a black. Remove a wish counter from Wishclaw Talisman. You don't search outside the game for a card like every other wish instead search your library for a card put it into your hand then shuffle your library an opponent gains control of wishclaw talisman activate this ability only during your turn so what's really happening here you are putting down a little tutor piggy bank for two cmc cool you don't have to use it now totally fine it sucks that you can't use it off turn but neither can your opponents so if you know with certainty you just cast the Grand Abolisher. You just cast the thing that's gonna silence the board to an extent where you can just go off, or you just have the countermeasures in hand to go off. This, this card is cheap too. It's like at least sub $4, or in the sense. For one generic tapping this and giving this to someone, you can get the win con from your deck into your hand for one generic mana. That is the cheapest way to put an effect that wins you the game in your hand. And mind you, again, this is tapped. You give it to them. And they can't even use it off turn. So they're never gonna do anything with your Wishclaw Talisman (laughs) so long as you go off on that same turn. Is it risky? Maybe. The thing is, it's so effective at putting the cards you need in your hand because just like a Demonic Tutor, it just does it, no life loss. That it's rare you don't go off, unless you're in a very bad state. Everyone's untapped. There's a lot of islands just untapped. Then things can go poorly for you. Be smart. Don't just crack the Wishclaw Talisman. However, one of the best tutors in Modern Date, please don't sleep on it like we did. It is a very good card. I'm fairly certain I use it in Tiny Bones, and I'm pretty certain that I'm going to put it into every blacklist I make from here on out. It's just one of those tutors now. Demonic Tutor, Imperial Seal, and Wishclaw Talisman. Slam them. Just put them in your list. Please. And again, it's super cheap. Unlike this next card. Now we're going into our protection category. And I being in black, no matter what list you're playing, if it's Demir, Triple Color, whatever the list is, you will always be the target of everyone's attack and why is that it's because you play cards like ad nauseum and necropotence or you should be and even if you're not even if you say you're not you're likely gonna get swung at anyways because those people are gonna say you're full of shit you have ad nauseum in there why because it's one of the best cards in magic the gathering so far as commander is concerned and it just got a reprint by the way what so you need protection the best card for that is a card that sadly hasn't had a reprint and was only printed in Commander 2013, you know what I'm gonna say? Ophiomancer. For two generic and one black, creature human shaman, 2-2 two, two body. Not much of a piece of protection, is it? Not much of a defender. Well, in regards to guarding your life total, there's nothing better than having a death touch creature on the field, trust me. At the beginning of each upkeep, if you control no snakes. Put a one one black snake creature token with death touch on the battlefield. Don't run any other snakes. One, don't play a list that runs. If your legendary commander is a snake, just don't ever cast him if you have Ophium answer out. Because at the beginning of each upkeep, not just yours, his, hers, yours, I'm gonna get a snake. You wanna keep swinging at me? I'm gonna get a snake that kills your thing, unless you're flying. And you know what? Fine, you did it. You got me, you hit me with your flyer, two damage, three damage, whatever it was in the air, that's okay, because everyone else, they're not gonna be able to do that because of Ophiomancer. She is squishy at 2-2, but much like Dark Tutelage, she's my favorite cost, double generic and black. I know I can do that, right? With the magic of Monocrypt, I know I can do that very easily on turn one. You want this card, you never swing with the snakes, You sometimes swing with Ophia Mancer. It doesn't matter. She's going to make the snake anyways. So damn good. Um, I really love this card. I picked up a Japanese version for $14. This might be the most expensive card on this list. This may be the most expensive card on this list, surprisingly. Again, reprinter. By the way, make a token for the snake. Because you're going to go to buy the card after this video, and you're going to find that there isn't a damn token for the snake. It's just a bunch of green snakes. They were not generous with that. Anyways, the last card I want to talk about is our bonus round here for Hidden Gems Black. And this is one of my favorite pieces of... I called it Recursion because it's technically Recursion, but it is essentially a combat trick. And it's a combat trick that came out in Amonkhet. And it's going to sound very similar to another card uh, that I'll read off first. There's a couple that live on the same line of play as the card we're going to be discussing. And they're all really good. But Unnatural Endurance right? It's this theme of card. For one black instant speed, this card is devoid, has no color, but you can use it on your blacklist. Target creature gets plus two, plus zero, until end of turn regenerated. So if it would die, if it would leave the zone, being the battlefield, to the graveyard, it doesn't. It just winds up tapped, right? So this is a reduced, a broken out form of that that works so well, so well with value creatures, and you'll know why in a second. Supernatural stamina. Common. And uh, unnatural endurance, supernatural stamina. You just see with their little tip of the hat, a little nod of the head. Um, instant speed. This is the one I have a ton of from N25. For that one box gave me like seven of these. Like sitting on these. I'm like, well, how the hell am I gonna use this? Until the end of turn, target creature gets plus two, plus oh, and gains, when this creature dies, return it to the battlefield tapped under its owner's control. So as you can see it's like a dissected version of regenerate the thing happens it never stopped happening but there's a delayed trigger now what's beautiful about this is multiple things let's talk about the first thing you don't have to target your own creature it doesn't have to be a thing you control you want someone to have a bad exchange go ahead and buff it by two let them both die let the things that were blocking and attacking die save the hate bear that you loved so much on the field or you have your plague crafter out right your Plague Crafter makes the block, the inevitable block. You pump it up, kill the thing you are attacking, and or blocking, rather, in this case, in this scenario. It dies, and when it comes back, it enters the battlefield again as a whole new creature with a whole new discard a card for me or kill a thing for me. Any ETB effect that can benefit in your list, and I'll say the threshold for this, if your commander has an ETB effect is, now we know, you can benefit from death triggers and obviously at entering the battlefield then obviously you would want this right if your commander has an effect that's benefited by re-entering the battlefield and or dying and you don't want the adverse effect of your commander being in the graveyard right mind the mental missteps but this is going to benefit you highly again the threshold for this genuinely if you had five creatures that benefited with an etb like a stone forge mystic we're, we're going out of black now but if the creature had an effect that tutored something beautiful i want imperial recruiter to go off twice now i want to get my treasonous ogre and i want to get some gas let's just put down a collector oof i don't care about you guys so we're in martin no what are we green red black comment section down below What, what tribe is that supernatural stamina what are you doing it's common these are cheap these are pennies pick one up they're so damn good. Trust me, this is the best form of recursion you can find. It's the best way to trade and get benefit on top of that. This card is stupid. It's pulled so much white in the list, I decided to put it in initially, Tiny Bones. I'm like, hey, I'm tired of Tiny Bones t- dying to people. How do I stop that? And oh, lo and behold, it just happens to protect the rest of my list at the same time. One of the best cards in black, Uh, It's had three printings and another Double Masters card being reprinted here. I think Dark Confidant, this Fatal Push, many of these are, are in Double Masters. So if you're going to be opening booster packs and or boxes like I am, get hyped. You're going to get valuable cards from this new set. And these were, well, common, uncommon, and rare? Dark Confidant? I don't know what they're printing them as in the new set, but at any rate. Dark Confidant not being a hidden gem, mind you. Dark Tutelage, where's our reprint of that? So many good reprints coming out in Double Masters, by the way. I'm excited to hopefully host an unboxing for you all. Uh, This is an aside from the video, but I do hope you enjoyed this hidden gems episode. I, of course, would love to continue discussing types, subtypes, effects, colors, whatever you're interested in. Please just leave it in the comment section down below what you'd like a deep dive on. If there's a color you enjoy playing but feel like you're not getting the most out of it, let me know. I play all but one of the color pie and would be happy to help you in that dive. I'll be your spelunking partner. How about that? But guys, hang tight for more episodes of the 99. Again, I'm looking to host an unboxing for the Double Masters boxes I have coming in. Don't know how that's going to go, but we're probably going to see a few cards... That we discussed here and i'm excited for all of them but guys if you want to unbox some cards the best way to do so again is purchasing them through the link in the description if you haven't picked up your pre-orders on double masters yet now's the best time i just spent two hundred dollars on a full art foil mana crypt was it insane probably but totally worth it and the best prices guess what they were to be found at TCG Player gang packs singles and then some Link in the description. And if you go through that link, you'll be helping support the channel indirectly. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for making that choice. It really does mean a lot here. And if you want to help support the channel directly, you can do so via Anchor and or Patreon. And as the Brew Baby crew knows, this is me cutting that umbilical cord. I'm letting you off in the wild, boys and girls, by thanking you, thanking you for your patronage. Patreon, I swear, I love the service But I really hate the website, they need to fix their browser. I have your names up now. Guys, did you enjoy the last Brew Wars episode? Let me know. There's more to come. You don't know this, but I'm actually going on a vacation. And I'll be editing these videos then, so. um, Enjoy them every Sunday, 2 p.m. Is that a weird time for everyone? It just felt natural, I don't know. It's almost like a Sunday morning cartoon, but not a Sunday afternoon cartoon for you all. Hope you enjoy that time frame, but... Thank you, Cryo G. You are one of the newest members. Thank you, Cryo G, for supporting the channel. You're awesome. Phil, Tornado Joe, Nick, thank you so much for your patronage. You guys rock. Alexander, Spaceman, Student Eternal, you are the best Commander players I know. Don't let anyone ever tell you otherwise. That loss last night didn't happen. Don't sweat it, student. Matthew, might not be true. Matthew, Rod, Nomad, thank you so much for your patronage. You guys kick ass. Take it. Take it from me. I would know. Gunblade Knight, Austin, Taylor, thank you guys so much for your patronage. P. Dizzle. P. Dizzle. P. Dizzle. I just made an account with the name P. Dizzle because I could not get some variation of my name in the service. It was FedEx. Something like P. Dizzle with a number. Did that happen to you, P. Dizzle, or did you choose P. Dizzle? Jeffrey, Ave, John, and just me, thank you so much for your patronage. It really does mean a lot here. I'm looking to get some lavalier mics for Brew Wars, some new lights for Brew Wars, and you guys are helping me do that. So thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Rory, Brian, Mikey Boy, and Trevor, thank you so much for your patronage. Landers, Paul, Corwin, Tim? Thank you. That's not a question. You're to be thanked. Adrian, Carlos, Kevin, Sir Fluffykins. Thank you guys so much for your patronage. And let's do a long one. Matthew, Kevin, Submox1, Adam, Dante, Joshua, Rennell, Trent, Gregory, Harry, Dave, and Leonardo. Thank you for your patronage. Honestly, some of the best players I know because they watch this channel. Christopher, Carl, Craig, Mason, Paul, Jake, Goulias, and Xiao Fan. You guys... Kick some major ass. Thank you so much. Do you, any of you guys play I know we've got Pokemon and apparently Yu-Gi-Oh fans in the Discord. But do you, any of you guys play board games? Quacks of Quidlinburg. If that's how you pronounce that name. Quacks of Quidlinburg. That's my recommendation today. You didn't ask for it, but I'm going to give it to you. Bruno, Jason, Kev, and Allie. Love you guys. Josh, Clyde, Shaded, Frank, and Jarn. Thank you so much for your patronage. Jared, Brendan, Jord, Nathan, Javier. I'm feeling more like Mufasa today. Oliver, the Holy Knight, Sam, and Running Red. Thank you guys so much for your patronage here. Jordan, Luke, Leon, and Master Mace. I'm so it- Mace, right? You sent me the altar that you got from Legacy, from Joseph. What? What? Um, amazing foil work on that card, by the way. Guys, if you're not a member of the Discord, do join. We share foot pics, we share bling flex, we share memes, and we share merriment. So if you're not a member, join up. Link in the description. Patreon crew, thank you so much. And to everyone else who decided to watch to the end of this video, happy brewing babies.